Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. Body and welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast. This is a special bonus episode because I just could not wait. I had to talk about manufacturing. Y'all all have seen all of the different promotions uh, from the IMTS show that I was at. We had such a great time at the Creators Lounge and just being there and seeing all of the great manufacturers. But I also got the pleasure of meeting Peter kind of behind the scenes. He was telling us about the show and I just wanted to introduce you to him. Um, so Peter, if you'll start by just introducing yourself, letting them know what you do there for the event. All right. And thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This is, uh, we, I just mentioned, this is my first day back in my home office after uh, the whole IMTS event, which for those of us that put it on is one month from day start to day end. And we are now over it as of Friday night, the last load went out. But you're right, I am Peter Eelman. My title is Chief Experience Officer of AMT, which is the Association for Manufacturing Technology on my shirt here. And we are the owners, operators, sponsors, you name it, for the IMTS show. Personally, I've been involved in the IMTS show for 42 years As first a participant, I worked for an exhibiting company, and for the last 26 years, I have been the head of IMTS. Well, I think that that was the interesting part. It was like one of your first jobs there was to participate and be a part of IMTS. And, you know, I'm curious, though, how one gets into the industry so, and I know you've been in and you've been, you've been running this for so long, but can you remember back of like what drew you to the industry? Well, I can tell you what drew me to manufacturing. And then the second part is how I got into the trade show marketing side of the business. Um, I went to school at Drexel University in Philadelphia. And um, Drexel is kind of a mix engineering business school. So I had a little bit of a mix in my, in my pedigree when I was coming out of college. I, I have a marketing degree, but it's got a little engineering, you, you know, at Drexel. That was the way Drexel was back then. I don't think it is now, but back in the day, you had to mix in some courses. So I wanted to start in something that was a little more, you know, okay, tech for 1980, but, you know, techie instead of, you know, just selling things or, and going straight down the marketing path. And I received an offer from, a division of what at that time was one of the largest manufacturing machine tool builders in the country. It was called Warner and Swayze. There are a lot of alumni of Warner and Swayze that are still kicking about. Um, The company is no longer around, but there's a lot of us. And I was offered the chance to do an apprentice program, which was very appealing to me. Uh, I actually know how to run some machinery, um, probably not modern machinery, but I certainly learned how how to cut, how to how to you know use a punch press, how to do various things, and that was what attracted me to the industry to begin with. And then when I started as that trainee, through a series of happenstances, um, I ended up working on the IMTS show in 1980, and it immediately attracted me. The entire scene. A lot of people at that time were scared of trade shows because there was a little bit that went on behind the scenes that was movie-ish. But um, I, on the other hand, being a young single guy, absolutely loved every minute of it and have spent 
the rest of my career, either in the on the uh, manufacturer's side, which I did for about uh, 15 years. I was with uh, Warner Swayze first, and then I moved on and was uh, with Toyota Machinery USA. When they came to the United States, I was the third employee. And we built that company to where if you went to IMTS, they're right across from your creator's lounge. They're now known as JTECT. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my company. And I was there for the first nine years as they started building before I decided to start pointing myself more toward taking over IMTS as my predecessor was was retiring. Well, I think it's kind of neat. You got to use your degree and kind of, I mean, you have to market an event. So you're constantly thinking about that as well as that side of, of the machinery. And so um, I think that that is why, I mean, if y'all haven't been to this, y'all have to check it out. There's so many different floors. There's so many different segments, if you will, from the student summit to the innovation center. It was, it was really remarkable. And so I think that that brings it together. We're, we're bringing the people together. I know that was a big part of this year. We wanted to talk about the people and the stories of manufacturing. And so from your perspective and, and building this grand event, you, you know, I know it started off something quite smaller, but today it's one of the largest events, if not the largest uh, event in manufacturing, for sure. Well, tell us about that journey. Well, certainly when I took over, that was not the track that IMTS was on. IMTS had been a fairly well-known show in the machine tool industry. Very, It, it had borders as to what was in the show. And uh, as I was taking over, it was starting to kind of decline a little bit. And it had some very restrictive rules and some very restrictive kind of marketing covenants that they used to go by. And uh, when I was recruited to take over in one of my early conversations with my then new boss, I said, you know, if if we're going to save this, if we're going to keep it growing, we've got to really change the character of the show. And we have completely morphed the show in the last 26 years that I don't think very many people who went to IMTS in the in the early 90s would recognize it now. It was very much a selling show. Just manufacturers came, sold their wares. That was it. Um, Very simple decor. In fact, they had some rules, no hanging signs, 10 foot height limit on all the booths. I mean, it was, it looked like a factory and that was what they were going for. No offense to my predecessors. That wasn't what the era at the time wanted, but I didn't think that was going to work. And my goal for all these 26 years has been to make it the most exciting event, not in manufacturing, in anything to go to. And that's why you have Emerging Technology Center and everything you can imagine with hanging signs and marketing displays and, uh, you know, you name it, we do it. Um, we, had our, we had our guy in a jetpack demonstrating his, his flying ability. We had pieces of, of things that are going to the moon on the Artemis project. We embraced 3D printing or additive manufacturing at a time when a lot of manufacturers were afraid of it. Um, we did the very first ever 3D printed car, and we did it in the six days of the show already six years ago. Um, drove it out of McCormick Place when it was nothing but air when we arrived. Drove wow. it out of McCormick Place and straight on to the Today Show the next week. Um, so that, that was my goal, was to make this show relevant, exciting, and totally unmissable for manufacturers. 
Yeah. And, and it really was a, just as you described it, beautiful, beautiful in all different areas. Uh, one of the things that I've I loved about it being in media was all the different people that were interviewed from the main stage. And and you saw it throughout the, the whole event, there were different monitors set up. So if you missed it, it was still playing. And so all the opportunities that you gave for people that were in the industry, I think it's phenomenal. And so kind of thinking back at that um, marketing media um, picture, that's what it's all about and and sharing their stories. And so y'all definitely did that. So one thing I am curious from your perspective is just what the future of manufacturing looks like. There's there's so many different avenues to go, but where do you see it going? Well, I think the the thing that we see more than anything else is that everything is connected. Um, there's a term in the industry called the connected factory. I mean, it, it gets thrown about, means a lot of different things, but the connected factory, the connected manufacturing facility, the connected office, all of that is a big change from when I was first in the industry. Uh, we used to call it islands. Ma- uh, machines were islands. You know, you you had an operator, you told him what you wanted him to make, and he made it more or less. He would kind of figure it out and we'd have a lot of scrap and we'd have... Now everything is becoming inter- interconnected. Our theme for this past show was digital manufacturing implemented. And the meaning of that is that now, from the very start, you, you know, I need a part. I need to design it. Okay, you get to work designing it. You then feed that through the system to your best manufacturing method and then implement that all the way through to the end of the line. It's a total connection. And it, it, what it will mean in the future of manufacturing is we will be able to produce more. We'll be able to produce quicker. And results of this show uh, uh, really show that people are buying machinery now because the supply chain exposed that you just can't rely on things from overseas or anywhere in the world. You've got to have some sources closer to home, wherever home is. So that doesn't just happen. Our manufacturing technology industry, even if things slow down, in the general economy, I do believe we are going to be strong for years because we've got a lot to make up for. We've got a, almost a generation that offshored a whole lot of this technology. It now has to be brought back and we don't have the people, we don't have the machines, we don't have the technology. We can address, we are beginning to address all of those. We're addressing the technology. That's what IMTS is all about with the product. We're addressing the automation side of things with robotics and automation throughout machinery. And we're even addressing the people. That's why we're so committed to the student summit. And also to why you made mention of it, we tell a lot of people stories because I think manufacturing as a term is intimidating to people. They don't know what it is. They don't know what it means. So why would I want to go into it? But it's a lot different when it's, what we've done, which is we tell the stories of manufacturers from a personal perspective. That's our new product. It's called IMTS Plus. Uh, IMTS Plus is an ongoing version of uh, it's a it's a multimedia channel. Um, it's all about manufacturing. It's stories. It's podcasts. It's it's written articles. It's it's everything, and that's how we keep the community engaged and tell stories. 
because through the student summit and through our ongoing outreach to show that people are doing this, we hope to attract the next generation and start to fill this huge gap in talent that we have right now. Yeah. And you're doing it. Like you said, it was clear. You could see it. You could see the children. Uh, I loved being there on Saturday where people came in and um, we're talking about, I mean, one uh, person said, you know, I, I came here four years ago and he was coming back and he was a student. I mean, he'd look like, you know, he was a college, I mean, a, a high school student. And so if I think about four years before, he was just like a little kid, you know, and so yeah, it was really, yeah. really inspiring to kind of just be walking the halls and hearing those things. And so you are doing it, you're making a difference. And I know that the people that you've been you know, bringing in and collaborating with is really making a difference out there. I, I could talk to you all day, uh, but I know you're busy. So I'd want to just, you know, open the floor and just um, say, is there anything else just while I've been talking that you want to make sure that you share with our audience? Well, I think for, for sure. What we proved at IMTS was that manufacturing is and continues to be a community and building that community back after a time period where you you couldn't talk to your neighbor, you couldn't talk to people in manufacturing that could help you solve a problem. Those days are over. People are back and the spirit of community was absolutely obvious at IMTS. You saw people hugging each other, which I got to tell you, I don't see that a lot on trade show floors. It was, it was refreshing. It was interesting. It was fun. But it also shows that in order to advance, in order to bring manufacturing forward, we have to work as a community. We have to look at technology. We have to look at automation. And we have to bring new people in. So our community will strengthen over the next two years before we see IMTS 2024. And all that time, we'll see everybody. One of our, our, our lines for IMTS Plus is see you tomorrow. You don't have to wait four years. See you tomorrow. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. So I, I got to just do a little rapid fire just because I'm curious about what is your favorite book? Oh, okay. I know That's this is personal. This completely yeah. shift. I, yep. I just yeah, want to know well, a little I'm, bit about I'm, you. I'm a history guy. So okay. kind of behind me is a, a whole bookshelf full of history books that I read. I, I am a, a big reader of American history, and I uh, can't give you one, but I'll give you a series of books on um, uh, George Washington that uh, I think are, is, is one of my, I can never get tired of reading about old George. I love it. I love it. Okay. And then favorite song or band? Aerosmith. Awesome. Awesome. And then best advice that you have ever received? Keep going. Keep plugging. Things will, and that really coming in the trade show background now, after all these years working in trade shows, nothing is for sure, except that things will go wrong at a trade show. If you let things bug you, bother you, knock you down, slow you up, it's just not, you know, that's a microcosm of things in in life and your career. Things are going to go wrong. You know, very few people get to skate through. You just find things that go wrong and say, okay, I got to regroup and figure it out. And what do we do next? Um, yes. We've been doing that for the last month at IMTS. Believe it or not, as great as that looked, there were days, <laughs> there were definitely days where we had to fix things. Yeah. And you had a great team. I met several of them too. And just having those people to support you. And so, um, okay. Last one is just, if, if there's a young person kind of thinking about this industry, what advice would you give them? Don't wait. Find out right away. You can you can contact us via our imts.com website. We'll help you. Your local community college, investigate. 
investigate career paths going into manufacturing. It's good paying. It's it's challenging. It's interesting. Don't wait. Uh, there's, it's never too early to start asking questions because, uh, as you mentioned, we have kids that came to Student Summit when they were six or eight, and they're back for the you know four years later and two years after that and two years after that, and they're on the path. They are absolutely on the path toward a really productive career. And you know, some are college bound and some are not. Some are are going to be working in productive manufacturing facilities in a really short time. So find your, find what makes you excited and pursue it. And we'll be happy to help. Thank you, Peter. Uh, absolutely love this interview. It's manufacturing month uh, as this is going to go out October. And I'm so, so happy that I got to spend this time with you today. And like you said, you're a resource and we'll definitely put all of that information in the show notes for everyone and how they can stay connected. Thank you so much, Peter. You're very welcome. Let's do it again. Yeah. Hey, everybody, this brings us to the end of our season. I'm so excited to have spent this time with you, sharing all of these different stories with amazing people in our industry. Uh, I hope that you have subscribed to our channel. If not, go ahead and do that. Give us a rating and review. Go ahead and mention us at Empowering Pumps or using that hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. We absolutely have loved this season. It has been jam-packed with speakers, with influencers, with people of the industry that are making in some pretty cool stuff. And so anyway, I want to hear from you. We will continue to, you know, share some of the previous episodes with everyone. Um, so you'll see a break in the new episodes, but we'll definitely push out through social. Um, just a reminder to, to catch up on some of these awesome interviews that we've had. And we look forward to next season, which will be starting in January. So I hope everybody has a wonderful trade show season. If you're out and about, please take a walk by or ping us at Empowering Pumps and let us know that you're at the event. Uh, what's coming up for us is WEFTEC and the Empowering Women and Industry event. Uh, then we will have EPIC, the Empowering Pump and Industry Conference there in Pasadena, Texas. That'll be November 4th. 14th and 15th. Um, if you want to check out that, just, you know, empoweringindustry.com will take you there. Uh, we'd love to have you join us there. And, you know, the list goes on and on. And so I'll put a link to the show notes to our event center because we have a busy trade show season, which is why we are putting a little pause on our podcast and we'll be out and about covering the show through social. So make sure that you follow us at Empowering Pumps. And again, please mention us and give us a rating and review. Thanks, everybody. I've had a wonderful time getting to talk with you. Um, our listeners, I I'll absolutely appreciate it when you send me messages. So please continue to do that, even though we will not be doing the new episodes every Monday until January. So until then, be empowering. Be empowering.